rules. From the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center studio, it's the Bill King Show. He was like a god walking amongst mere mortals. Go get it, dog. I'm a man. He had a voice that could make a wolverine purr. I is sitting on a firecracker. And suits so fine, they made Sinatra look like a hobo. It's a fantastic day for the United States of America. It's the Bill King Show. Red 7. I don't know what Red 7 means. Brought to you by Omni Nashville Hotel. Fifth Avenue, downtown. Hot Rock. That's what we call a sack lunch. I do have a very particular set of skills. Skills that make me a nightmare for people like you. All that ridicule you took, every bit of the ridicule you took after getting your butt beat, when you pound on their butt tonight, you think about that. You take every bit of your energy, every fiber in your bone, and you take it and you beat the piss out of them. I'm talking about beat the piss out of them. Let's go whip their ass. Let's go. That, that gets our two going. That right there, if you needed a little energy in the veins, we got you there. No need to get a jab. That right there is the jab you needed to get you going today. 615-844-5600. SEC tournament comes to town to the 615 and will be at the Omni just down the street from Bridgestone, a couple blocks away, doing the show on Friday morning. Regular hour, 6 until 9. If you happen to be in the area, as of right now, we're in Kitchen Notes. If that changes and we're in a different location inside the building there at the Omni, I'll let you know, like, outside of Bob's, outside of Bongo, Java, something like that. We've set up there a bunch of times in the past, and uh, I guess it's possible, but as of right now, we are going to be in Kitchen Notes. That's what I do know. That's what I do know. Jim in Jupiter. Billy, can you imagine Randy Moss and Peter Warwick playing together? Yeah, Randy was down there. Notre Dame would not let him in. He, he committed and signed with Notre Dame, got in trouble there at school, and you all know the story. And then so Notre Dame said, you can't come. Ended up at Florida State, got in trouble. Bobby told him, I'll take you, but you're going to sit out of here. And you're gonna have to be good. He got. I think he went home, got in trouble, ended up at Marshall, and was a superstar. Then until the NFL. But yeah, that would have been wicked. He was again in my time, in my million years doing this. I can't imagine a better receiver prospect than that. I can't. I can't imagine. He visited. He visited Notre Dame. Visited Tennessee. Did he visit Florida? I don't remember his. I know he visited Tennessee. I know he visited Notre Dame. Tennessee thought they were going to get him, or they thought they had a good chance to get him. Let me put it that way. And I think he did. He go down to Florida. He might have. That was during Spurrier's heyday and all that. But wow. No, okay, Bill, I was too young to watch Pete Maravich play, but Dale Brown said that if they'd had a three-point shot back then, he would average 50. Uh, no telling. 
Yeah, I, I was too young. I, I remember him in the NBA as a kid. I remember that, but I don't remember him at LSU. That that preceded me. Clay here in the 615. Bill, looks like Sully has another. He's talking about Kevin O'Sullivan, Florida. Has another arrogant, cocky bunch. Can't wait till the Vols series. Yeah, that that one's going to be interesting. The Tennessee LSU series is going to be good. Ole Miss is hitting the ball. Mississippi State's not playing well right now. Alabama's played well. Now, like Kevin Hagan said last week, not sure they played anybody. They played pretty well. Uh, Vandy boy, Vandy boys are better at the plate. I don't know, and they did come. I was about to say I don't know that they're better this year overall at pitching. Well, they just had a combined no hitter last night. Now it was against Minnesota, who's not very good, but still, I mean, you've got to do it. You have to complete it. You have to do it. Still, really hard to do. But I'm not convinced the pitching is that much better. I am convinced the hitting is. Last year's Vandy team, other than Spencer Jones and maybe Bradfield and maybe one other, they did not hit the ball last last year. That was not. That was one of Corb's worst hitting teams that I can recall. This team hits, and they're playing a whole lot of young dudes who are hitting the ball from a very highly decorated recruiting class. Right now, just looking at it, um, Tennessee's pitching is very good. And I think they're picking it up hitting. They are, but they're not where they need to be. I don't know that I think Tennessee, in its current form, wins a series against LSU or Florida. And those are the two that stand out to me in the SEC, which is the Premier League in baseball. It's deeper in baseball than it is in football. I don't think Tony Vols, top to bottom, has the hitting, top to bottom, to be better than LSU or Florida. At this moment, and we're barely into March, I understand. And baseball is absolutely a sport where things do change during the season. That is a note for now. We'll see if that continues or not. LSU and Florida look like they're on a totally different level than the rest of the SEC right now, having not played SEC games yet. Yeah, and I understand what can happen. What what things can change, yes, I absolutely understand that. Topwater Assassin over in South Carolina. South Carolina Clemson played. No idea who Moss was at the time, but my most vivid memory of Citadel football was a wide receiver that looked like a man playing with children. Also, Marshall was the only fan base to fill our visitor section. Yeah, now imagine Randy Moss playing Marshall's schedule. And Marshall was a very good program. Imagine that. Imagine the teams that they played trying to check a superstar (laughs) receiver. (laughs) 
in Randy Moss. Just saying. Perry Mason, I guess old Tony Balls is not cocky or instigator. Um, well, that's what that's what Clay said. Okay, that's what Clay said, and they're both cocky. Yeah, Tony Balls is very cocky. Now, Tony Balls is hasn't had any incidents now, probably because he was suspended. And remember, they started the season with Frank Anderson suspended. And Griffin Merritt from his time at Cincinnati suspended. So Tony Bowles has, I think, on purpose, chilled it down a little bit. But, no, it's coming. Now, there was a moment over the weekend in the Gonzaga series where the Gonzaga pitcher, and I don't know what led to this. Well, well, there was a home run prior. Was it Christian? Yeah, Christian Moore. Was it Christian Moore's home run? He's the two hitter, and then there's Blake Burke. Burke's up, and after one pitch, which was just a regular pitch, you know, somewhere around the plate, was mouthing off to the pitcher. And I'm not sure what happened to to cause that. Next pitch, pitcher throws the ball low now, not at the head, but behind, and hits the back like heel of of Blake Blake Burke or something like that, and the ump immediately tosses the Gonzaga pitcher on the second pitch to Blake Burke. Now, again, I don't know other than there was a home run and maybe there was something – was there something said then? But Burke was mouthing off to the pitcher, and I don't know. But, anyways, the pitcher threw it kind of behind him and low. And so he got tossed immediately, and then the – Coach for Gonzaga came out to want an explanation. Tony Valls never did much. Now, he came out of the dugout. But I think he was doing that just to make sure this thing did not escalate any. Yeah, that Tony Valls does not need that right now. He does not need an incident like that. But it's like I said, based on the little that we've played, Yeah, just based on the little bit of ball we played, I think LSU and Florida stand out. Now, LSU played Central Connecticut State, which probably couldn't beat um, – which junior high did my kids go to? Grassland Elementary. Probably couldn't beat them. Couldn't beat Grassland's JV junior high team. And they beat them. They scored, was it 25 runs on Saturday? The game was about 7-2, to two, and I was talking to Blake. And I said, Blake, and I think it was about the second inning, LSU, if they want, will score 20 runs in this game. And I think they scored 25. Central Connecticut State times infinity, couldn't beat LSU. I mean, wow. Wow, 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 wow. But but, what are you supposed to do when you play a opponent like that? Kevin in Mule Town said the pitcher quick pitched Burke, which caused the mouthing. Okay, see, I didn't notice that. 
Yeah, I didn't notice that. Yeah, I didn't see that. I, I, I saw I was watching when they started mouthing, when he started mouthing Burke, and then the next pitch was kind of behind him. But anyways, I'll tell you what, I I had baseball on from noon or eleven AM through the night, both Saturday and well, Sunday not so late, other than, other than the Vandy Boys, and then Friday afternoon. And Friday around here, Vanderbilt was smart. Now, this was pre-scheduled. They were in Minneapolis. The weather around here was – the wind was horrible. In Knoxville, it was wild the way it was swirling. And the weather pattern obviously goes west to east. And once the bad storms came through here, the wind was whipping. You could feel it pushing your car around driving down the road. So it's good Vanderbilt didn't play here, actually. Underwear Olympics. Anybody got any more from that? Somebody give me some 40 speeds. Somebody. Hey, what did Emmett Smith run at the uh, combine? Seriously. Somebody find that for me so I don't have to look it up. Omni Nashville Hotel Friday. And now, Habit Inspected Property Solutions is reminding Americans to show support to the brave men and women who serve our U.S. military. This message is brought to you by veteran-owned and operated Habit Inspected Property Solutions. For residential home inspections, radon and air quality testing, or mold and thermal imaging, give the pros a call today at 615-527-8113. That's 615-527-8113. Habit Inspected Property Solutions. Proudly saluting our troops and veterans. They're professionals who care. Individual rates, coverage offerings, and savings may vary. Subject to terms and conditions. Not available in all areas. Actual pie customer. The other workers' comp insurance company, they were going to reclassify our business, and then they were going to charge me $50,000. Meet Natalie, owner of the carpentry shop. Shocked by an unexpected bill, she knew it was time to switch her workers' comp provider. That's when she found Pie Insurance. When we got the quote back from Pie, it was a sigh of relief. They put us in a policy where we fit. Is your small business overpaying for workers' comp insurance? See how much you could save at IWantPie.com. Plus, when you sign up for pay-as-you-go billing, your premium is based on your actual payroll, not an estimate. So your workers' comp audit experience is simplified. I'm grateful that there's a company out there that's willing to insure us little guys because every dollar counts with pie insurance you get pricing and coverage made for small businesses what are you waiting for ask your agent for pie or get a quote in three minutes at iwantpie.com that's iwantpie.com when you're away from home and you want down-home cooking, Kitchen Notes at the Omni Nashville Hotel is the answer. Excellent, fresh, and local, just like Grandma used to make. Start your day with a Music City omelet and some prime rib hash. Or a cast iron waffle with Nashville hot chicken. For those wanting variety, hit the biggest breakfast buffet in Music City. And, of course, the world-famous Biscuit Bar. Start your day with the fresh, local, and down-home cooking of Kitchen Notes at the Omni Nashville Hotel, 5th Avenue, downtown. What happens to your decision-making when you drink? Well, after one drink, you feel confident. 
a few more, and calling your ex at 1 a.m. seems like a great idea. And you're pretty sure the secret to a great taco is four-day-old macaroni. The bottom line, drunk you doesn't make great decisions. So you're risking a DUI or worse if you count on him to get you home. Plan before you party. Get home safe. Paid for by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. The Jim Rome Show. I get a lot of vacation. I understand that. However, I don't take a lot of sick days. The, these things are not one and the same. That was not like I worked eight straight days or I worked Super Bowl Sunday. I think I'll give myself a day off. I earned it. Hey, and by the way, I could because I have those days. I pride myself in not taking sick days. I hate that. We usually grind through it. But honestly, it was the right thing. In that case, it was the right thing. The Jim Rome Show. Weekdays 11 to 2 on Nashville's Sports Radio. He gives you a wide latitude on topics because Bill King isn't afraid of your telephonic interaction. You know, like I said, they bring in Drake, the performing artist, for a Midnight Madness show. Kenyon Drake puts up 150 yards and two touchdowns on the football team in a five-touchdown win. So this, this, this Kentucky football, you know, high that they're on, drinking the blue Kool-Aid, you know, I mean, how about they beat Georgia? They didn't beat Georgia since 2009. I mean, and for Mark Duke to invite this comparison and, and act like his feathers are all ruffled, it's a joke. It's a joke, Bill. Josh looked it up. Emmett ran a 4.55. That's faster than I thought. That's faster than I thought. Jerry Rice went a 4.71. And do not tell me. I don't want to hear this where he couldn't play today. Jerry Rice would dominate today. Okay? Not even close. Few others he pulled up. Josh did. Barry Sanders, 437. Walter Payton, 44. Tony Dorsett, 43. There's always been that rumor that Bo Jackson actually broke the four second mark. I don't know if that's been corroborated or not. Oh, no, no, no. He was, what, he weighed 220? I mean, total freak. Yeah, total freak. Dion ran in the four twos, I think. Something like that. Yeah, that was a better time than I thought. I thought you I thought Emmett was gonna be something like a four six seven. All I know was I saw Emmett on the highest level run in a lot of green grass against the best players on the planet Earth. That's all I know. Whatever happened at the Underwear Olympics, aside from that, I saw him lots of times, and I didn't see a lot of folks tracking him down. That run in the four threes, or whatever they say they run. Yeah, I don't I don't recall much of that at all. Joe down in Boca. Bill, don't sleep on the Grassland Elementary team. I've heard they could be really good this year. (laughs) I mean, I wouldn't know. I don't have kids there anymore. If I still had kids there, I could give you an evaluation. 
about how good they're going to be. But I don't have any. Uh, don't have any. But I do know this. Um, a person who listens to this show is the softball coach at Grassland. Yes. Head coach. Yeah, head coach. Armageddon has checked in. Happy Friday to everybody. Balls of Steel coming up, hour number three. Armageddon, welcome in. What's up? Greetings from the old home front for you, Bill. That's uh, one year of memories there. Yes, one year. The old Bricksworth. Yep. A lot going on, Bill. Looking forward to the SEC tournament downtown uh, this week. I think it's going to be about as wide open as it's ever been. Uh, But I I wanted to call in and say that I know this is your favorite time of year with uh, football spring practice, things like that. You love that so much. Love spring practice reports about some guy that's really emerged. I love those. (laughs) Um, But anyway, uh, talking about – I've seen uh, Bill – for football next year in the fall, interesting that I've seen that uh, Brian Kelly and LSU are picked first in the West, uh, even ahead of Alabama. Um, are they supposed to really be that strong this coming year, Bill? The Tigers. Now that's, I mean, who? I, I, I mean, they're going to be good. Yes, yeah, but, but I don't know whose projection. The SEC media days hasn't even happened, but. Where'd that come from? Just some one of, one of the services? Yeah, just a okay. you know preseason. Yeah. Well, let's let's look at him. Let's examine him. Quarterback, Jaden Daniels back. He improved through the year incredibly well. Offensively, they should be better. They're not going to be as young on the offensive line. They played two true freshmen on the O line who played well. Only going to be better. They get better because of no Keishon Boutte, who, by the way, ran like a 4-6-5 on his second try at the combine. And um, and defensively, they're going to be better, too. Going to be a little deeper up front. Perkins is back, a superstar All-American linebacker. They are going to be a problem from here on. As long as Brian Kelly is there, they're going to be everybody's problem. Now, do I think they're better than Alabama? Uh, they're not better in overall personnel. But right now they're better at quarterback because we don't know who the quarterback's going to be. If it's Ty Simpson, I'm not going to say Ty Simpson now is better than Jaden Daniels. I think he's going to be really good. They're not better on the offensive line than, than LSU. So I could see a scenario where LSU is a threat to be in that one slot. That's not a big stretch. Do you see anybody in the East that can give Bowl Cut a run for his money? No. Now, now they're going to have to back to back natties. Bowl Cut said, "Guys, it's going to be a tough sell. Going to be a lot of people in that room with rings, and it, the buy-in's going to be hard. Getting people to go back to eating off the floor is going to be hard." It would have to, they're going to have to play. You know the Missouri game where they had to win in the fourth quarter, didn't play well, Missouri had the lead? There's going to have to yeah. be some games like that that they lose. And I just don't know. I just don't see it. 
Could they lose in Knoxville? Boy, they owned the line of scrimmage in that game last year. I know this is a new year, but that would have to change. It looks like the SEC in baseball this year, Bill's going to be as strong as ever. Uh, no, Corbs no question. And the boys, Corbs and the boys open up with the Rebels at home, uh, I believe, what, weekend after next. So it's right upon us. It's going to be really interesting to see how everything shakes out in baseball this year, too. Very deep. Yeah, lots of dudes. Very deep league. And it's like I mentioned earlier, if we just measured it, to this day, I think Florida and LSU stand out. Now, we'll we'll see if that holds up or not, but that's what it looks like to me. Don't think Tennessee hits it well enough. My boy down there in the Orange Groves of America, Bill, Mr. Yep. Perry Mason, yep. he's being a little tough on Sully, I think. Sully's got a good club this year, but he's being awful hard on him. Sully has – um. He's the last couple of years has not been Sully level, and it, this team looks like this freshman kid leads America in home runs and throws ninety seven as a lefty is something else. So, I think Sully's on the upswing this year. Have a fabulous Monday, Bill. You too, man. Yeah, appreciate the appreciate the call. Topwater Assassin, Bill, when Dion ran that 4-2 something, I heard he did it in his church shoes. Probably did. <laughs> Probably did. Josh says, fastest 40 times ever at the combine. John Ross, number one at 4-2-2. Kalen Barnes ran a 4-2-3 a year ago. Chris Johnson, who the Titans took. Ran a four two four. Who are some others that jump out? DJ Turner ran a four two six. Jerome Mathis ran a four two six. Those are some of them. Yeah, those are those are some of them. Bryce Young. Now here's what they measured Bryce Young at. Was it 5'10 and 3'8 or something and 200 pounds? Now, I was shocked that he weighed 200 pounds. He looks like he's closer to 180 than to 200. Now, if he weighed 200, he weighed 200. Maybe he put on some weight after the season. I There is no way he played at 200 pounds this last year. And that's the thing that worries me about him. I'm a huge Bryce Young. Bryce Young performed, okay? Bryce Young did everything he could do for Alabama. But that lack, and it's not really the height thing, even though that can be a problem for a quarterback for sure, but it's not really that. It's it's the durability problem that I think he's going to have on that level. Because of his slightness, because of his size. He's, he's, there's not a lot of space there to add weight to him. You can't say, hey, we need you at 220. That is not a body type. That's not his body type. Russell Wilson can be 5'11 and weigh 220. Not a problem. 
Yeah, not a problem at all. Coach Marshall. Yeah, I hope you come down, Coach Marshall, right here in town. Men's basketball tournament, SEC tournament, going to be here in town. We'll be there Friday. And uh, conference tournaments. Now, Brad says these are wonderful items to bet, but you got to know the background. You got to know who's into it, who needs it, who doesn't. If you're playing back-to-back-to-back days, who's fatigued, all that kind of stuff. But if I'm already assured of a top seed, and it depends. It depends on what your needs are. But the conference tournament isn't that important to many. Now, to some, if you're in a league where if you don't win it, you don't get in, that's a different item. But it's going to be interesting. Is it in? I mean, when you look at it, does does Alabama need to win games in this thing? No. Not at all. Does it help you? Tennessee got put out quick last year. Kentucky got put out in the first round last year for St. Peter's. Now, Kentucky got to – didn't they get eliminated by Tennessee in the semis a year ago? I think so. Right of Buckeye, Texas, this may be urban legend. I heard the story about Skeets Nehemiah. Remember, Ronaldo Nehemiah played at Maryland. Olympic sprinter, tried out for the 49ers, a track athlete out of Maryland, was asked by Howard Cosell what his 40 time was. After hearing the numbers, Howard said he thought it would be faster. Ronaldo then said, no, I meant doing it running over hurdles. Yeah, he actually stuck in the NFL for a couple of years, right? An athlete like that. When I was at Tennessee – In the real early 80s, they had an elite track program. And then the track coach left for Texas. And they had some overlap with track athletes, football players who ran track, like Willie Gall. Remember Willie Gall? Star receiver for the Bears in 85, that Super Bowl team. From Griffin, Georgia, played at Tennessee. He was an elite track runner. But he could also play football. And he was a speed guy. I saw one of those all-time Pittsburgh teams come in here with Dan Marino and Hugh Green and all them. Willie Galt started that game by going about 100 yards for a touchdown on a kickoff return. Now, Pittsburgh beat him handily after that, but now that's a guy who could flat out go. I don't know. I wonder what his time was. But, yeah, Skeets Nehemiah was not a football player, but landed and stuck for a little bit with the NFL. Now, I don't know if he had any significant stats, catching and all that. Don't know about that. But I do remember him. And he came out of Maryland, was a fantastic Olympic track athlete, and then decided to give the NFL a go. That's I'll tell you what, that's that's – that's hard to do. That's really hard to do. You have some dude, you know, you'll have some dude who's 6'5", 320, who's an elite lifter, but he doesn't play football. Then he wants to go and try out for the NFL. It's just hard because all those skills and those years of not using those skills, you get to the NFL, you don't have that skill. You can't just bully your way because you're an elite lifter and you're – 
measurables are fantastic. You can't just show up and say, okay, in the weight room, I'm a warrior. I'm about to come in here and take over. You just can't. Now, all those things are important, but you better have, first and foremost, you better have football skill. Then after that, everything else is gravy. Top of the hour, Balls of Steel nominations. Hold them about another 20, 25 minutes. Then we'll get to them in hour number three on this Monday edition. We'll be on the road late in the week. We'll be at the Omni right down the street, just a block or two away from Bridgestone Arena, SEC basketball tournament in town. Love it when it's here. SEC football media days will be here. That's in July. Jeff, too, is pointing that out. Yeah, that'll be in July when that ends. No, we have not talked about what we're doing with that yet. Probably on down the road a little bit before we get into that. Tomorrow, Buck will be with us. Gator Dave checks in. Also, Griff. That's on Tuesday. We'll guess it up tomorrow. Omni Nashville Hotel. You know it's a leap year, right? No, the next leap year isn't until 2024. Nope, it's this year. I can prove it. Here, play this new instant game from the Tennessee Lottery. Uh, okay. <laughs> Woohoo! I won! See what you did there? I jumped up and down? No, that was a leap. Don't miss your chance to jump for joy this February with our newest instant games. You could win up to $5 million. The Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. And now, some big news from WINN. The new February Instant Games from the Tennessee Lottery have arrived. Now, for some bigger news, there are four new exciting games to choose from. And now, for our biggest news yet, you could win a top prize of $5 million. Make a break for fun today with February Instant Games, only from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. Prescription products require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if a prescription is appropriate. Restrictions apply. See website for full details and important safety information. Subscription required. Hey guys, did you know there's a generic form of Viagra that works just the same but is 90% cheaper? And you can get it online? Just go to 4hims.com slash joy. At Hims, you'll get a free medical consultation, discreet shipping if prescribed, a 100% online process, and trusted generic alternatives to the biggest brands at 90% off. That's right. Get generic for Viagra, the same active ingredient as brand name Viagra, but 90% cheaper. It's the same medication you get from your doctor, but with zero copay, no expensive appointments, and no awkward face-to-face conversations. To start your free online visit, you need to go to this exclusive address, 4hymns.com slash joy. That's 4hymns.com slash joy for your free online visit. F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash J-O-Y. 
Brad Fowler, Century 21 Right Realty, is reminding motorists to slow down on our roadways, keep an eye out for kids at play, and never text and drive. Brad Fowler, Century 21 Right Realty, is our area's premier and most trusted real estate professional, backed by years of experience. So if you're buying, selling, moving, or improving, give the pros a call today at 615-519-3339. Brad Fowler, Century 21 Right Realty, a professional who cares. It's the Afternoon Stretch with Zach Williams and Bruno Reagan. I'm not saying like Derrick Henry is going to be bad. I just don't think he's going to be able to tote the rock 330 times in a season. This did lose a half step. He was getting caught in that second level. And you saw the fumbling. That's what their plan is. We're just going to go in again on Derrick Henry and figure this out. It just seems like the definition of insanity to me. The Afternoon Stretch. Afternoon Stretch with Zach Williams and Bruno Reagan. <laughs> King is the mother 12th data point of college football. You are listening to The Bill King Show, the only college football radio show proven to make you smarter about college football. LSU is an 800-pound gorilla with a chainsaw for a penis. I pulled this up since the Underwear Olympics are all the rage. Not with me, but you know what I mean. Fastest NFL players that competed in the Olympics. Sam Grady, who was at Tennessee, ran a 10-0-9, 100 meters. That was an 84. Those were the Los Angeles Olympics, right? Lost in the 100 meters to Carl Lewis. Jeff Dimps played at Florida not that long ago. Ran a 10-01 and 08. Let me find a cup. Willie Gault ran a 10-10 in 1982. Played with the Bears. Played 11 years. Averaged about 19 yards a catch. Never made the Pro Bowl, I don't think, but was a solid receiver, speed guy. Daryl Green, one of the best corners ever. Dion obviously goes in the one slot. Daryl Green's one of the best corners ever. Ran a 10-08 in 83. And was a fantastic pro for the Redskins. Jacoby Ford in 09 ran a 10-01. So there you have it. Now that's not 40 speeds. That's 100-meter speeds, but still. Yeah, still, that that's flat out. That's that's getting it. I wanted to look. I wished I'd have looked during the break about – they called him Skeets Neo, Nehemiah, Ronaldo Nehemiah. And didn't he play for the 49ers? I know he played for a few years. Did he get much actual football playing time? Having, I don't know that he ever played football before. Did he play in high school? I don't know. Didn't play in college. Was at Maryland and then was an Olympic star and then tried the NFL and made it. I don't remember if it was very long, but he made it. 
and they would talk about him all the time. There was a guy in my freshman class actually from Maryland that would talk about Skeets Nehemiah when I was in college who came over from Maryland, and he would talk about Skeets Nehemiah and what a player he was. They reported over the weekend, just back to the college football stuff, that those rules are probably going to get passed. Now, one of them didn't make it, but the rules about, or the new proposal about back-to-back timeouts, they're going to propose that. You can't have back-to-back timeouts. And uh, you are going to see first downs be a situation where the clock is not stopped unless it's late in the first or second halves, and that would be the last two minutes. And the untimed play, which would come on the heels of a defensive penalty at the end of a quarter, offense gets another play, it's untimed, that's the way we've done it, that is probably going to get voted and done away with as well. So those three are going to become likely once they approve the proposal. It's already been proposed on paper. They have to send it to the rules committee, which then finalize things. And it is expected to pass. As far as the Pac-12 and the Big 12, there are so many rumors out there, y'all. <laughs> now, the Big 12 is in solid position. Yes, they lost Texas and Oklahoma, and coming in is going to be Cincinnati, Houston, UCF, and BYU. And that's this year. They're in solid shape. Now, I'm not saying losing to Texas and Oklahoma, losing them is, is not a good thing. It's not. But they're in solid shape. Their media situation. They've got a new deal that's going to be in place. Pac-12 doesn't. There's all kinds of conversations about some partial merger, some teams coming on to the Big 12. The Big 12's poaching them. They've been poaching them behind the scenes for a while. There's a million rumors like that out there. Now, what the truth is and what's actually going to happen, very unclear. Dennis Dodd wrote an article about the plight of the ACC and thought it was well done. I'm not a big Dennis Dodd fan at all, but it was a well-done article. Yeah, it really was. And the situation with the ACC right now is other than just lawsuits and what have you, there's really no recourse at the moment for Florida State and Clemson. And Jim and Jupiter has said, look, this, this could take years. I mean, it could take some time. But as of right now, they're, they're pretty much locked in. Not much they can do. They are stuck with a bad media rights deal, proposing unequal distribution because they're worth more is fine, but you need a two-thirds vote on that. You're not going to get that inside that league. Because the have-nots, which is most of that league, are from the have-not ilk, so to speak, are not going to vote to take less money to make Florida State and or Clemson happy. They're not going to do it. You're not going to get two-thirds vote. Right now, they're locked. I, I, not saying that something can't happen, but it's pretty hardcore right now. 
the contract, the agreement, everything about it is pretty much hardcore. And that one's going to take some time to sift through. Yeah, that one's going to take a little patience and time. Balls of steel in about 15 minutes. It's getting here, y'all. Happy Monday. Omni Nashville Hotel. dream paying off your credit card remodeling your kitchen exploring the rainforest of costa rica whatever your dreams they take some planning and state farm agent austin hardy is right here in the middle tennessee community to lend a hand as your local good neighbor he can help you look at the things you want to save for and come up with a plan to make those saving goals happen because your money should work just as hard as you to achieve your dream so whether it's being free of debt or free to roam the world call state farm agent austin hardy here in the middle tennessee community like a good neighbor state farm is there The 6th Annual Mid-State Classic is happening on March 15th at the Ridley Sports Complex in Columbia, Tennessee. And this year, it's a doubleheader. For nearly a decade, the City of Columbia Parks and Rec Department has showcased the most highly attended women's college softball matchups in the state. The 6th Annual Mid-State Classic kicks off their doubleheader at 1 p.m. with the Bucks from Motlow State taking on the Chargers of Columbia State. Then at 5.30, the Austin P. Lady Govs battle the Lady Vols of the University of Tennessee. Tickets to the 6th annual Mid-State Classics are only 10 bucks and are on sale now. Motlow State versus Columbia State. Austin P versus Tennessee. Wednesday, March 15th, starting at 1.30 at the Ridley Sports Complex in Columbia, Tennessee. For tickets and information to the 6th annual Mid-State Classic, log on to ColumbiaTN.com slash Mid-State Classic or call 931-388-8119. That's 931-388-8119. The 6th annual Mid-State Classic. Howdy, folks. I'm back to remind you about the best steakhouse in Music City, Bob Steak and Chop House. The only place in Middle Tennessee to get A5 Wagyu steaks cooked to perfection. And when that special day rolls around to treat that special someone, make your reservation now at Bob Steak and Chop House. From petite fillets to massive tomahawk ribeyes. When somebody asks where's the beef, you tell them Bob Steak and Chop House. Make your Valentine's Day reservations now. And treat the best in your life with the best in Nashville. Bob Steak and Chop House. At the Omni Nashville Hotel. Woods Equipment Company would like to recognize and salute our veterans and local men and women in uniform. Let's remember them with our thoughts, prayers, and especially letters and packages from home. Our support will keep America strong. A strong, safe community starts with the concerns and involvement of its people. This important message was brought to you by Woods Equipment Company, located at 600 Davidson Street in Nashville. Give Woods Equipment Company a call at 615-256-5639. It's a Bill King show. Of course, you know what kicks in right after recruiting, and it accelerates, and that's knucklehead season. So God knows what happens, who it happens to, when it happens, but if you're a fan of whatever school, it's coming your way. 
Knucklehead season always sprouts up. Weekday mornings beginning at 6 on Sports Radio 560 on 95.9 FM. Got biscuits, kitchen notes at the Omni Nashville Hotel does, and Bill King loves them all. Balls of steel coming up. In about, oh, 10 minutes or so. If you want to front load, go ahead. If if you ever felt the need to front load, go ahead. Just don't go full port. Of course, that doesn't make any sense. Now, if you're going to gamble on basketball during the conference tournament, do it, but don't go full port. Save a little. Yeah, just just go John Daly's Pizza. Don't go full port. Could be dangerous. It could be dangerous. What did I do over the weekend? Um, my new in-game betting just started this few weeks ago, and I pick a couple of games every weekend. I've I've never done this before in my life. It's fun. Actually, I'm having fun with it. Again, folks, I bet so small that. It might not even be – I might not be able to go to Walgreens and say, I'll take that John Daly's pizza with the winnings. Or sometimes when I lose, for sure. What did I do? I had – I bet the Vandy boys in baseball and basketball on Saturday. Bet them against Maryland. Was it – who'd they, who'd they play Saturday? Was it Maryland? Anyways, they, they, they walked – Saturday was a walk-off win, a sack fly walk-off. So I got a W there. That wasn't in-game. Yeah, you can't bet, you can't bet college baseball in-game. Then I bet the Vandy boys at home to Mississippi State getting points. I thought, no, 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 getting points at home, this team's playing well. Mississippi State's a good team, too, and they won 77-72. The in-game that I bet was Indiana and I took them I took the money line in game at plus one fifty five I think. About halfway it was late late first half. And they were down as much as about ten or twelve to Michigan at home in Bloomington and uh ended up winning in overtime. Yeah, that was my my in-game pleasure was that IU was a late Saturday, you know, late mid-afternoon, late finish uh, Sunday game. Yeah, Sunday game. And uh, I also looked at – we were laughing about this. LSU and the Central Connecticut baseball game, you could bet. Okay? Now – you would have to bet, and remember Johnny Vegas was talking about the value in these games like that. I mean, the value, it's, it's tough. If you bet 100 bucks on LSU on the money line, and that's all you could bet in that game, 
You'd have to bet a hundred bucks to win ten. So so a hundred bucks to win a hundred and ten, meaning you net ten bucks. That's how one sided that was. Now, Brad has talked to us in the past that he knows of big time pros, and I don't know if they're betting college baseball like that because they probably can't get much done on it. But they are willing to bet a lot to make a little. That is a strategy. I would never do that. Even though pros, some pros do this. Bet a lot to win a little. So in that LSU Central Connecticut game, you're 100% sure they're going to win the game, right? I mean, it's not even close. They just won the one before 25-2 to two or something. And they won yesterday 13-1 to one or whatever it was. But you would have to put ten bucks to net ten uh, hundred bucks to net ten dollars. Would that be worth it? Not to me, it wouldn't be. But you could actually, yes, you could actually bet that. Already got some uh, nominations. One is to Mike Mamula. I'll just leave it there till we get to hour number three. Oh, we've got some good ones. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Post your Balls of Steel nominations, and we will get to those on the other side. Hour three approaching on this Monday edition. Hour three always means Mondays. Balls of Steel nominations. Fair game. Go anywhere you want to go. Sports-related. If you've got something outside of sports, that's fine. I don't care. As long as it's readable. Don't don't make it so filthy or risque that I can't get it on the air. Doesn't have to be sports related, but at least make it to where it's readable and we're not getting a lot of complaints. Because something was said or something inappropriate was in there. Don't don't do that part. Yeah. Don't don't but but anything balls of steel related. Basketball, finishing up the regular season, tournaments already underway, college baseball, which is a beautiful thing, underwear Olympics, you name it, have a valid opinion on it. It doesn't have to be anything I agree with, but have a good opinion on it. Put it in the form of balls of steel, and we'll get that on in hour number three. Hope you had a fantastic weekend. Hope you got the smoker out and had a good time with it. We've been making smash burgers a lot lately. Just good old-fashioned smash burgers, and they have been good. Love me some smash burgers. And you know what? If you want them thick, then make it a double. Do you like to do a Wendy's, man? Let's make it a double. Tomorrow, Buck will be with us. Gator Dave Griff. That's Tuesday, though. Balls of Steel Hour 3. Omni Nashville Hotel.
ABC News, I'm Lindsay Watts. Railroad company Norfolk Southern is making plans to immediately enhance the safety of its operations. It's in direct response to preliminary NTSB findings from the catastrophic East Palestine derailment. Meantime, another 